Who do you want to see Kentucky basketball beat the snot out of this upcoming season? We throw out some teams on today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You are Locked on Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, going to be talking about some opponents that you guys said you would want to see Kentucky play. Some of you said you want to see Kentucky just destroy them this upcoming season. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the comments that Dante Allen made just a couple of days ago, transferred to Western Kentucky, and then decided to stir the pot a little bit on social media. And then finally, we're going to be discussing Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback. CBS Sports released... A, uh, a mock draft, the 2023 NFL mock draft. And believe it or not, they have Will Levis not just going in the first round. No, they've got him going first overall. First overall. If you're not following us already, go ahead and follow us on our socials at LockedOnUK on Twitter, also on uh, Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. Let's go ahead and get into it. So I tweeted out. Also went to Rupp Rafters, also went to YouTube, went to a bunch of different places to ask you guys the same question. Who do you want to see Kentucky play this upcoming season? And it does not necessarily have to be somebody that's going to be on the schedule. Just wanted to get your thoughts. Is there a team out there that you would like to see Kentucky play? Because I've been thinking about this a little bit recently. And you had some blue bloods in there. You had some rivals. And I want to go through the list here. And I want to start with the most popular answer, Duke. A lot of you said, I want to see Kentucky play Duke. Some of you said puke. Some of you said, I want to see them beat Duke by 30. That's okay. I understand that. I think that Duke would be a phenomenal opponent for Kentucky to play in the non-conference slate this upcoming season, given the rivalry, first off, duh, but also at the same time, the tension that has been brewing between these two programs, I feel like over the past, what, 12 months or so, give or take, just based on the fact that the recruiting front has been incredibly difficult for the Wildcats, and a lot of it has been due in part because Duke has been kind of just taking recruits recently. So I think that would be a phenomenal matchup uh, because I think that there would be a lot of story online surrounding that game it's not one of those where it's just like oh well the rivals are playing this season and it's just another game in the rivalry it's like not only are they playing this season but there's some off-season storylines that are going to come to a head whenever these two teams clash there's going to be a lot of tension and I think a lot of eyes would be turned to that matchup I think Duke would be a phenomenal game another uh, team that was mentioned a couple of times that I personally want to want to see Kentucky play the most this season Louisville I want to see Kentucky play Louisville. Now that Kenny Payne's there, now that they've made this big deal on social media about their coaching staff and how they've done all these different things, even though mostly it's stuff that actually Kentucky people have done and Kentucky players have accomplished in the NBA. Uh, You can go over to Louisville social media and see just how badly they got ratioed by some Kentucky fans. But 
Louisville, I think, would be great because obviously we did not get to play them last season. And I would just like to see Kentucky go out there and beat them by 30 just to shut them up for a season. I would love to see that. Those Louisville and Duke would be two teams that are like, man, if we could just go out there and run over them for, for a full game, gosh, that would be great. Of course, you probably aren't going to be capable of absolutely demolishing them, but we don't know. I mean, Kentucky won't beat the national championship by uh, champion by 20, at, well, by 18, but, uh, but by a large margin at their place. I'm, of course, I'm talking about Kansas this past season. And then they beat the runner-up by, oh, gosh, what was it, like 98-62, something ridiculous like that, beat North Carolina and just drilled them. Sometimes college basketball is weird, weird the way it works out. A couple teams in here that were only mentioned once, I think, Villanova, Arizona, Memphis, North Carolina, uh, and then a couple of teams that were mentioned a little bit more frequently. I think West Virginia was mentioned, I think, three times, and one of you specifically said so that we can beat the snot out of Bob Huggins and West Virginia in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. I'd like to see that again. I would like to. I would really enjoy that, but... Uh, I, I find it interesting. One of you specifically said, I want to play them at West Virginia, and I want to beat them at West Virginia. I, I like that. I absolutely love that. Gonzaga was mentioned a few times as well. A couple of you are like, we need some fresh non-conference matchups for Kentucky. We need some, not only are do we want them to be like big primetime blue blood clashes, but we also want them to be fresh. I mean, when's the last time you saw Kentucky play Gonzaga? Or when's the last time you saw Kentucky play Arizona, right? So I can understand where you guys are coming from on that. Uh, some of you said St. Peter's. And uh, you said you would like specifically to play them at Rupp. Don't blame you. Uh, it would be an interesting matchup. Of course, it probably... It would be something to kind of, you know, get the energy out a little bit. Like, you beat them by 1,000 you know, at, at Rupp, and you're like, you know what, we're feeling good. But I don't think that it would carry as much weight as... Uh, a rematch against last year's squad because the coach is gone, half the players are gone, Doug Eddard is gone. Uh, so, yeah, I don't necessarily think that after beating up on St. Peter's, Kentucky fans would feel, like, really, really good because it's it's definitely, like, if you think about it at all, it's not the same team. Of course, it will, would be it would be therapy in a way, but at the same time, it's not it, it would not be as valuable as maybe some other games would. Is, is all I want to say. North Carolina was mentioned once. Memphis was mentioned once. And I had to include Memphis on the list because personally, uh, I don't. it's not that I dislike Penny Hardaway. It's not that I dislike Memphis as a program. I just don't like them. Uh, it, we'll, we'll put it that way. I, I would love to see Kentucky just go and really shut up some of the people, some of the fans surrounding Memphis. And some of you may not be familiar with this name, uh, user on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, Memphis Content. If you're somehow out there and you somehow see this, I hope that we play. I hope that we play. You lost the Jalen Green Bowl. That's all I'm going to say. The final team here, some, one, only one of you suggested this. Western Kentucky. You said, I want to see us play Western Kentucky again. Like, hmm, why would you want to do that? We beat them by over 30 points last season. Well, there's a reason why one of you would like to see us play Western Kentucky, I believe, and it's because of the comments that Dante Allen made yesterday. And actually, technically, this is two days uh, from now, by the time that you're hearing this. It was two days ago. Before I kind of dive into what was said on social media, I just want to remind you guys, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. And if you're listening on podcast format, leave a review for the show. I want to hear what you have to say. Some of you aren't kind. 
and that's okay. Some of you are kind, and that's okay. Either way, I appreciate your feedback, and I'm continuing to try and make the show just a little bit better. And if you have not noticed, we have done a little bit of remodeling in the studio. If you can't see the SEC flags or the SEC helmets, we've done a little we've we've done a little moving around. I hope you guys like the new setup. Trying to make this as good of an experience, as positive, as smooth of an experience as possible for you guys. I really appreciate you listening in, so I'm trying to make it as, as good of a product as I can. But anyway, Dante Allen tweeted out, and I believe this was Sunday afternoon, if I'm not mistaken. I may be off on that, uh, but that, I believe it was Sunday afternoon whenever I went and looked at the tweet. And he obviously transferred to Western Kentucky, for those of you that don't know. And he said on Twitter, and I quote, So can we run the Western Kentucky-Kentucky matchup back? And he, I, I, he, he quote tweeted a couple different people that were getting on to him. Like, oh man, are you serious? You really want to get your tail whipped, dude? Like, you stink. Like, I can't believe you choked in these games for us in 2020. And he's like, dude, I'm just stirring the pot on a Sunday afternoon. Like, would, would you chill? Like, I'm, liter- I'm literally just playing around. Like, like, chill. It's all good. Like, there, there's no hard feelings there. I mean, he talked about how awesome Kentucky was whenever he left. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's been a great experience. And, no, and it, I've, I've got no hard feelings. And everybody's been positive and nice. And, I, I, you know, I'm just moving on to try and, and better myself. I'm like, you know what? I get that. I've got no hard feelings at, at, at past this tweet. I've got no hard feelings to this tweet. But I will say, I do want to ask the question. But, but, but seriously, actually, can we run this back? Like, it, let's take Dante Allen outside of this for a second. Can we run this Kentucky-Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky uh, matchup back? If you didn't know, Jamarian Sharp, their 7'5 center, and yes, I said that correctly, 7'5 center has decided that he will be returning to Western Kentucky this season. So Dante Allen will get to play with the 7'5 center that I believe only scored, what was it, 8 points against the Wildcats whenever they faced off. Had 7 blocks, but had 8 points in 25 minutes. And I, I, I kind of just, just look at some of the things that happened last year, okay? So Kentucky won the game 95-60, to 60, and they outscored Western Kentucky 58-32 to 32 in the second half. Oscar Shibway had 28 rebounds, and yes, I'm reading that statistic correctly. Jacob Toppin had 12 points and 6 assists off the bench. He's going to be more of a focal point, probably going to be in the starting rotation, barring something unforeseen this season. And then just some of the overall stats. Western Kentucky shot less than 33% from the floor, less than 16% from three, was out-rebounded 51-27. to Of course, half of that was stinking Oscar Shibway. Actually, more than half of that. And Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, get this, had five total assists on the night. Now, you may say, well, Kentucky really doesn't spread the ball around a ton either. I mean, they, they get the job done, but it's not like they consistently... Throw out a bunch of assists. How about 27 assists for the Wildcats in this matchup? Five assists to Kentucky's 27. That is, that's crazy. So my question here is, like, actually, yeah, like, hard feelings aside, can we run this matchup back? I, I like to see it. Because I thought that, I thought that uh, Jamarian Sharp was, was a problem last season heading into this matchup. Of course, also, I, if I'm not mistaken, this was scheduled on short notice because of some COVID issues. So I'm sure if Western Kentucky had a little bit more time to prepare, this game would not be as lopsided. But this is one of those games where like, hey, if, if you all want to play it, we'll play it because we like the results that we had last year. 
And, you know, if you want to run this back, we can. Also got to ask the question, in all due respect to Dante Allen, who shot 39% from three during his first season, is this season with the Wildcats, is his 19% that he shot this year really going to get the, the Hilltoppers over the hump? I mean, who knows? He could pop off like he did against Miss, uh, Mississippi State a couple of years ago. And again, like, he has the potential to be a really good shooter. So who knows? But I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if Western Kentucky would be keeping up in this game. Again, all due respect to Allen, all due respect to the Hilltoppers. I mean, they're not a bad, they're not a bad team, certainly. I mean, anytime you got a seven foot five guy on the floor, you got a, you got a shot. So yeah, I, to answer Allen, yeah, let's run it back. Cool. I'm cool with that. That would be fun. The, the headlines in those games, that game would be entertaining as well. And then one more thought here, like just completely random. Notre Dame would be another another game that I would want to run want want to run back. Just to kind of finish out our thoughts from earlier, Notre Dame would be another matchup that I want to run back after losing the home and home. Uh, can we get one more at Rupp, please? Because uh, uh, you know Kentucky was losing everybody in 2020. I'd love to see us get them at Rupp again and uh, get to get to uh, kind of manhandle them because I believe we would. All right. Will Levis has uh, has been mocked to go first overall in the 2023 NFL Draft, something that I did not think I would say this time last season. Was Will Levis committed to us this time last season? Well, regardless, it's something that I would not have said had he been committed or not. Before we kind of dive into that, though, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports sports wagering information, from live betting to the playoffs to esports and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. That's BetOnline.net, where the game starts. All right, wrapping up the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Daw here with you. Really appreciate you making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. So CBS Sports on Monday, or well, excuse me. Oh, this is this is technically yeah, this is Monday for y'all guys. Gosh, I've got my days mixed up. No, this is Tuesday. I am having a stroke. So on Monday. There was a mock draft released by CBS. Got that part right, Lance. Way to go. It was uh, written by, I believe, Chris uh, Trapazzo. I believe is how you pronounce his name. I don't want to say Trapasso and sound too Southern. But he released a way too early mock draft and said, essentially, like, it's never too early to release a way too early mock draft. And there's also, it's never too early to just smoke uh, un un unprecedented amounts of drugs because some of the picks in this in this draft are just obscene. Of course, I, I think that's part of the reason why te- places like ESPN and CBS and 24-7 put things like this together is because they can get engagement on it in the offseason, and it's that dry spell for these boys. Not for us here at Locked On Kentucky. We're still rolling. Uh, there, there is no offseason here, in the words of Josh Pate. But yeah, Will Levis, according to Chris... Uh, will go first overall, at least in this way too early mock draft, to the Houston Texans. And this is what Chris says about Will Levis. 
Levis feels like a quarterback who can eventually be the number one overall pick. He's big, chiseled, and has a rocket for an arm and can scramble. The Texans will probably be in the quarterback market in a big way next offseason. And yeah, and Davis, if Davis Mills for the Texans does not pan out, and it's not really looking like he's going to, uh, the neck heard around the world there in Houston, uh, if he doesn't pan out, I could definitely see them taking somebody like Bryce Young. Now, Will Levis, Will Levis going first overall right now, guys. I, listen, listen, listen. I love Will Levis, right? I love his gunslinger mentality. I've compared him to Matthew Stafford on this show. Just a little bit more athletic, actually, in my opinion, in terms of his scrambling ability. Like, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like him. But um, I don't see him right now. I can see him potentially as a first-round guy. I don't see him as the best quarterback in next year's draft. Now, that's awesome that somebody at CBS, an analyst, thinks so. But this was taken by me as more of off-season content for the boys to enjoy and to get excited over rather than actual an actual legitimate take that is founded and and reasonable. Now this is reasonable to extent to an extent. Like don't get me wrong, Levis is a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Also threw the most picks in the SEC last season if, or or tied for it if I'm not mistaken. So there are some things that Levis can work on, absolutely. There are definitely things that he can work on. And turnovers being one of them. But uh, to to kind of give Trapazzo like some credit here. I mean, Levis is incredibly athletic. He's got a really big arm. He's got great size, sitting at 6'3", 225, if I'm not mistaken. 230. Excuse me. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, as far as the just the physical attributes go, he looks like an NFL quarterback. It's just the decision-making and the mental side of things that I just don't know if that if he's right now has first overall pick written over, written all over him, right? I want to see him develop a little bit more this year. I want to see what he does with some of these new receivers. And I think that there's opportunity for him to get... I'm not saying that he's not going to become potentially a first overall pick. I'm just saying right now, Based on how people operate, how these social media companies and and how and how like places like CBS and ESPN operate in the offseason, I think this is, in the words of Dante Allen, just to stir the pot a little bit on on a, on a relaxing afternoon. So I that that's the way that I perceive it. And if you disagree, if you're like, no, Levis is going first overall and he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer here in half a decade, then like roll tide. And and I say that as a joke. I mean, we've got the SEC flags up here. Just just let me let me do my thing. But like, I want to see him become that. But as of right now, I don't think that that the film nor the numbers back this projection up. All due respect. And again, I believe he has the potential to become what this projection says. Also, something I want to point out here, CBS Sports doesn't even have Kentucky in their preseason top 25. So what does CBS know if they can't be consistent? I mean, we, we try and be consistent here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm perfect and I'm, not, and I'm going to be consistent all the way through, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just, just kind of making a joke. Making a joke. All right, I think that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. Hope you guys appreciate the new setup. Hope you guys appreciate... The, uh, the content, again, if you've got questions, comments, concerns about anything, you, literally, you could just ask me a question and I may de- dedicate a whole segment to it on a show. All you got to do is ask. If you've got a thought, 
leave a thought in the YouTube comments, or you can hit us on the socials. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDaw underscore, and you can follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and God bless.